0: Register at PACExpoInternational.com. We interrupt our regular schedule of Unpacked with PMMI Podcast. Actually, since this has become our new normal for the time being, these podcasts are as regular as it gets. Hi, I'm Sean Riley. Today we're checking in on contract manufacturing and contract packaging. Typically a segment of the industry that is built around changing conditions, we sat down with the Association for Contract Packagers and Manufacturers Managing Director, Ron Puvak, to see how the CPA and its members are navigating the current COVID-19 climate. All right, with that, Ron, uh, let's jump right into the questions then, I guess. Um, The assumption is that there's been, at least this is from what I've heard from other podcasts we've done and just kind of following this since this... uh, COVID-19 thing has really exploded, that there's been a shift in the needs, uh, contract packaging needs since the coronavirus outbreak. Is this true? Is this the case? Um, What have you guys seen on your end?
1: Well, I think yes. I think there has been a shift, and yet there's been kind of uh, a growth at the same time. The shift has been into sanitizers, personal hygiene, cleaners, those sort of things, whereas uh, many of our members maybe hadn't been in that area or that arena much, but now they're being pressed. I mean, they're getting a lot of requests to increase that size of the business, you know, and that's uh, obviously because of the situation. But on the other side, they're seeing increases in all of their products, especially in the food and beverage side. Um, Obviously, you know, we are uh, a capacity-driven type group, whereas people need capacity they come to us so we were some of the first folks to be actually driven into this arena to say hey can you help us out we really need this now how fast can you retool so yeah there has been a shift and you know i'm proud to say that uh, our members really have led the charge to help you know meet those needs
0: so is just is this a case of obviously as we've seen um you know, especially packaging and processing are kind of things that people don't really think that much about during regular times. And by people, I mean the rest of the world. Um, and as as we've seen with the food supply and the healthcare supply, and like you've mentioned with sanitary, um, sanitation type stuff, these are all things that haven't gone down in use. Um, some businesses and industries, unfortunately, have, have gone through some tough times, but these things have continued to grow because we all need to eat. We're all trying to stay clean, things like that. Um, is that probably the gist of why there has been this overflow into contract packaging. People that have normally been able to keep up with it in their own plants have had to go to contract packagers and manufacturers for help.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's part of it. Uh, I mean, we're in an industry, we're growing at a 12.2% rate over the last five years. That's compound annual growth rate. So we were growing already at a very, very large rate. And, you know, much of the business was coming from existing clients, Fortune 100, 500 companies looking to add SKUs, things like that. So we're just kind of seeing that shift now of capacity. I need this capacity now. One of the interesting areas has been the food service side, um, Whereas a lot of major brands have been, you know, in the food service, their business has virtually slowed or almost stopped. And now they need individual packs and they may not have been positioned to do that. So they've gone turned to contract packagers, contract manufacturers to help them get to that retail packaging uh, versus food service.
0: Okay, that, that, makes, that makes perfect sense. So how have contract packagers, um, I guess, were they prepared or how have they prepared for this this sudden shift or increase like this?
1: Well, it's often been said that Comanico packs have a horizon about six months, and that's a long-term horizon. So, in in essence, we've always been flexible. We've always been capacity need driven. We've always had a can-do attitude. You know, how do we help when somebody comes in the door and says, "I need this right now"? And and we've always been known to quick to market, fast to market. If you wanted a product brought to market, you went to a Comanico pack because they could typically do it faster. And. Uh, it, better rate and pace than, you know, you might be able to do on your own. So we've always been available to increase capacity and not that we were sitting on excess or idle capacity, but we had the ability to add capacity probably easier than you can at a large, you know, CPG or brand.
0: Yeah. So as you kind of hit on, you're, it's an, as an industry, you know, co-packers, co-manufacturers are... Kind of prepped for things like this. They're not obviously not something of this, you know, you know, major of a scale. But you're used to adapting on the fly, kind of to to trends. And unfortunately, this trend that, that has come out of this pandemic is is something that you guys are sort of prepared for.
1: Yeah, it's in our DNA. It's a core component of who a co man and co pack is. You know, you don't know where that next big order might be coming in. It might be a phone call today or tomorrow. So we've always had that. That feeling like, uh, there's something coming and we're ready for it.
0: Interesting. Okay. How about um with the increased demand, how about um maintaining a workforce? I mean, I know there's it's it's hard to find good, you know, operators and stuff like that to to work on these projects. How have contract packagers kinda of coped with the demand and and maintained the workforce with, you know, people getting even people getting sick that can't come into work, stuff like that? Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's definitely been, you know, uh, I won't say a struggle, but it's been a concern and it's been an issue. We've talked to a lot of our members and they're seeing a few things. Uh, Number one, there's been a trend in the industry. Because prior to this is economy being very good. It was hard getting temporary help. Right. And we were relying on a lot of temporary help. So a lot of members had actually gone and moved those temporaries into full time employees. So they were kind of getting a core group ready to you know, be there all the time and and uh, and work as a full time employee. And so, yeah, the temp workforce has uh, always been something we've employed and we've always used a high percentage of temps. Um, What we're seeing, again, like you said, uh, are there concerns of this workforce coming in because of the sickness? You know, do you have COVID cases at work, at where you're working, things like that. That's been a concern in the temporary workforce. But it's also an interesting part where I'm hearing a few members say, I've never had so many temps available to me. Now, And if you think about it, you look at some of these other industries that have totally shut down, people still want to work. So they've jumped into the temporary workforce. So I've actually had members say, yeah, got a lot more temps right now, because when the economy is not as good, so to speak, we get more people into the temporary workforce.
0: Okay. With that in mind, you have new people coming in um, that aren't usually in there. So how are contract packagers making sure that these employees that are coming in are safe and you know healthy and able to be working amongst each other? Like, What, what precautions, what um, things are being put into place or have been put in place to kind of keep things running smoothly?
1: Sure. Sure. Well, safety has always been a big issue in Coman and Copac. Uh, every plant I go into, it's amazing the amount of safety protocols they follow and what they do and they ensure everybody is you know following them they're doing really well so safety has always been a big factor um this now health piece is a little bit shift the safety and health come combination and again you know we're seeing people uh, in a production line environment, which is really hard to social distance. If you cannot physically stretch out the lines, which many have stretched out the lines, you know, make sure they had social distancing, they put a physical barriers, plastic glass barriers between stations, things like that. Um, so it's always been, been preeminent. And, they, and they're very, you know, very transparent about, you know, what's going on in the plant, um, you know, if cases get identified, they make sure the plant knows about it and they allow people to say, if you're uncomfortable, you know, okay, don't show up. We understand, but you know, we're going to operate and things like that. So, you know, they've been following a lot of protocols, a lot of, you know, more detailed cleaning. Um, so, yeah, they have been worried about the safety and, and health and safety of their of their employees. And they've taken steps to make sure they assure the employee that they're working in a safe and healthy environment.
0: Okay, going, I guess, a little bit away from that, and this is something that we've we've touched on with other podcasts with um, some of our, our OEM um, manufacturers, but it, it, it's going to obviously apply with co-packers as well. Um, how are the co-packers, the co-manufacturers, connecting and working with the customers in this, you know, new environment where they can't necessarily go into the plants all the time to check on how the product's running or to come in for face-to-face meetings? Have any remote programs been put into place, or were they already being used? Could you touch on that a little bit?
1: Yeah. Again, you know, we're all living in the virtual world now, right? So a lot of that is being employed, Uh, a lot more phone conversations, email, um, you know, video conferencing, you name it. Um, Mm -hmm. There's really been a lockdown, obviously, not only on the customer side cpg or the brand side but also on our folks side you know as i was talking about temp employees earlier you know allowing people that you do not know and you're not familiar with in your plan is a little bit dicey right now so you've got to make sure people are following protocols so to keep that at bay you know a lot more video conferencing a lot more virtual world type opportunities and again you know the relationships have been built for for quite some time with the co and the brand, so there's that comfortable feeling, you know. Hey, yeah, I know you can do this. Let's make sure and just check off the I's dot the t's, and things like that. So
0: interesting. Okay, um, we, we've kind of touched on you know the the shift on the products that some have had to to move to to making and supplying. Are there other, um, you know, activities that you've heard from members that are kind of requiring their focus right now?
1: Well obviously safety and health and safety of employees has been a huge focus. You know, they are, uh, there isn't a member I don't talk to that says, you know, we've had meetings with people. We make sure, you know, people are aware they're maintaining safe, you know, working distances, you know, restructuring, you know, break areas, uh, you name it, all of those things. So that has really, really been a huge focus. Um, The other thing is the close monitoring, you know, of, you know, where people have been. I mean, they don't, ask. I mean, you can't ask everybody where they've been, but, you know, make sure they're aware that if you've been in an environment, let us know. Uh, that's been a new focus. And that's a little bit, you know, different. Um, mm-hmm. The other is the closely monitoring of supply chains. Uh, because sometimes, you know, as a co co-pack, supply chains are dictated by the customer. And, you know, we're uh, part of an integral piece of that supply chain. So helping people. And a lot of times what our customers are asking us to do is to, can you help us with the supply chain from a standpoint of maybe we can get stuff in, but we don't have a place to store. Can we put it in your warehouse? Can we, can your logistics help? So I think those are the kind of focus. It's a, you know, bigger, broader base focus these days on more in, in, in the supply chain than we probably have in the past.
0: Interesting. And that again, is something that sort of everybody's facing. Um, but like you said, it's not something that usually comes down to co-packers and co-manufacturers because you guys are usually sort of bobbing and weaving for lack of a better word to, you know, the the things that are happening. So you don't need to necessarily have that large supply, you know, at all times. Would that be fair to say?
1: That's correct. That's correct. And then also finished goods. Uh, Sometimes finished goods aren't able to get out uh, you know right away and they right. need us to store them for a while or incoming product or can you handle this because i don't have a place for this and so it's those kind of relationships
0: perfect i, I mean that was basically everything i had to ask ron i mean i, I was, i've heard some great things and i think this is going to be really helpful um because it's a different perspective on how you guys have had to adapt to this than like i said some oems or even cpgs have had to because while you are prepared for these type of, you know, trends, this is a much wider, obviously larger scale thing that you guys have had to deal with. Um, So it's, it's even put some, some pressures on you guys, even with it being built into your DNA.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think the, I think the whole aspect of, you know, where the food, is needed today and how it's needed and how it's needed packaging and things like that is probably the one thing that has been the most surprising and I guess we should have understood you know food service being uh, reduced and now individual packs that's a big big piece because people are buying more.
0: right Well again, I, we can't uh, thank you enough for taking time out of um, what's obviously a busy time for you guys to uh, hop on here with us so that our listeners can get a little um, little insight into how contract packers and contract manufacturers are handling the uh, pandemic. So thanks a lot for coming on with us.
1: Thank you guys for having us. We're always willing to talk and uh, uh, appreciate the time.